This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the All-Star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to another edition of A's Unfiltered from spring training and in-game interviews. You're going to hear from Mitch Moreland, Matt Olson, and our president, Dave Cavill, right here on A's Unfiltered. We welcome Mitch Moreland, who's down in the dugout after three at-bats, a great hit in his last at-bat before being removed for a pinch runner. He joins us. Welcome to the Oakland A's. Appreciate it, guys. I, I love that little accent you have, too, man. That, that's, that's great listening to you on the Zoom. Unfortunately, the way things are, we can't get down and officially say hello and welcome you, so this is as close as we can get to you right now, and hopefully that will change as the season progresses. Lou Trevino makes the appearance for the Athletics. This is high with the fastball. How did you decide that it was going to be the Oakland Athletics for you this year, uh, Mitch? Well, um, you know, I kind of going into – the uh, free agency this year, uh, it just, I mean, it seems like it's gotten a little tougher each year. And uh, this time uh, this time around, it seemed like it just kind of drug out a little bit more than usual. And, uh, you know, I, I, had, I did talk to a few teams, but obviously I've, you know, played against Oakland a lot and, uh, and these guys and, you know, love the way they play the game. And, uh, you know, it's a great place. Like, you know, I mean, obviously they're winning, you know, every year and, uh, you know, something I felt like I, I think would, would be a good fit and uh, happy to be a part of. So, uh, you know, I kind of jumped on that opportunity and happy to be here. You know, Mitch, you've put up good numbers against the A's over the years. And Bob Melvin mentioned that after you signed. Right. But is there something that maybe it's just a quirky thing that you've hit well at the Coliseum? Do you see the ball well there? How would you account for the way that you've swung the bat in Oakland? Man, I, I, I don't know. I, I wish I did. I'd try to do it everywhere, but uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it seems like I've I've been able to kind of, I guess, damage numbers there yeah. are better than everywhere else, you know, and uh, I don't know if it might be just a big green backdrop or what, but uh, yeah, I've, I feel like I see the ball pretty well there. Hopefully I can get uh, can add to it this year well we have a nickname for you it's called babe <laughs> babe Moreland, because no. you hit the a's so well but you know your opposite field hitting and we talked about it. i know i mentioned it about the shift when you see the shift employed against you and you see the whole left side open with your ability to hit the ball in the opposite field how much does that enter your mind especially if they pitch you a certain way say outside right um i mean it it does, but I feel like I kind of have to approach it, you know, uh, at different times I, I approach it different ways. Yeah. Uh, when I'm really feeling good in the box, feel like I can kind of stay in my legs and, and control the bat a little bit better. Um, yeah, I might try to try to shoot some balls that way, but I, I don't ever really kind of let up. I'm, I mean, I feel like what got me here is, is trying to drive the ball, and uh, I kind of try to stick to my game as, as much as possible. But 
Every now and then it's nice to get one, uh, shoot one over there, and maybe keep them honest. You know. Well, I guess the A's, you'd shoot one over there, and they'd go in the seats in left field over, over the out-of-town <laughs> yeah. scoreboard. Right. Ground ball to first for the second out. Oh, thank you. Yeah, do a little of that. But, but, Mitch, one of the things about your ability to hit, obviously, but you're, you're an outstanding first baseman defensively, that now you have a two-time gold glover in Matt Olson, who is outstanding himself at first base, obviously. How do you look at that, and, and whether it's playing first base or mostly DHing, how do you approach that playing for the athletics? All right. I mean, going into it, I, they, they filled me in, uh, you know, told me it was probably it was going to be mostly first, I mean, uh, DH, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be playing first much. And, you know, rightfully so, Ole's, uh, he's, he's proven over there. He's a great ball player. And, and he, I mean, defensively, he's, you know, like the best to yeah. me. You know, I just, I'd, I'd love to watch him and, and play against him. He does everything the right way. And, uh, you know, I guess if you're not going to play first in my situation, it's going to be because of a guy like him. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, obviously, I'm still going to go out there and get my work in. And if, uh, if need be, I'll, I'll be ready to go when, the, when my number's called. But, uh, you know, Ole's, Ole's great there. And, and uh, I'll, I'll hold down the DH. It'll probably be a little easier on my legs nowadays, too. So. Yeah, double out to left center here. That's a two-strike uh, double yeah. to left center field. Eight to one. Is that one other thing for you, Mitch? A couple of more questions for you and we appreciate you coming yeah, on yeah, but no you've had a really good career and you've played on a lot of really good ball clubs and you mentioned joining the A's and watching the A's from afar is there something about the culture or the attitude on this club when you join a new team that you can sense this team really wants to win for sure um, like you said I've been very fortunate you know I've played in uh, you know on some great teams uh, that's given me opportunity to play in the playoffs and and uh, just see how different guys prepare and and uh you know, this place definitely has it uh, from the staff, the way they run things. But, you know, we get our work in, but it's still, you know, there's not a whole lot of pressure on the guys. Everybody kind of, you know, just comes out and, and has fun with it. Uh, but the guys are motivated and, and ready and willing to work. And uh, that's that's nice to see. It's, um, you know, it can it can get a little, little monotonous some of these days out here. And, uh, you know, these guys come in ready to go every day. And, I mean, just this group, you can see, you know, they're ready to go. It's, uh, it's a playoff-type team, and uh, I, think, I think everybody's excited about it. One and two count from uh, Luke Trevino. Gave up a two-out double to left center field. One and two count to Terang. How much did it cost you to get the number 18? <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have talked about it because oh, okay. I, when the A's had Ricky Henderson and Ron right. Hassey, and, and I, I remember that Hassey would get Ricky's number. Right. When he was traded because he always knew he was coming back. And Ricky had all this jewelry with his number that he wanted a number back. So, you know, yeah. we, we talked to Pender when he gave up and wearing number four. And, right. you know, that's up to you guys. But I think it's, I think it's always hilarious that uh, guys want the numbers and let's keep the numbers. But uh, at least I wanted to make sure that was clarified. We appreciate you coming on. Great to have you with the green and gold, and I think you're going to be a very, very important part of this winning ball club, and I think you're going to enjoy it open. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Mitch. All right, have a good one. Good luck this year. Matt Olson joining us on his radio from the his dugout. Matt, how's it going? Going pretty good. What's going on with you all? Yeah, we're doing fine. Pitch inside for a ball, 1-0. Dalton Jeffries into his second frame. How's the spring going so far for you? I mean, you look great at the plate. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's it's been feeling pretty good. Um, you know, coming off a, a not a great year, um, just kind of wanted to get in and and get the feel back and get a little rhythm. Um, got a little too uh, mechanical last year, and 
you know, worked on some things in the offseason and, and just wanted to get uh, my timing back. When you talked to the press, you were very honest in your self-evaluation about your season last year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it stunk. <laughs> there's, there's really nothing else uh, <laughs> to go uh, further in depth about it. Well, um, I think I, you're I, being a little modest with that. You hit 14 home runs, right? Here's a yeah, ground ball it, yeah. and going to his left. Nick Allen bobbles it and safe at first is Kato. Yeah, um, you know, obviously there are good things, um, but I think everybody holds themselves to a, a certain standard, and um, you know, I just didn't think that I, I played anywhere to the to the caliber of player that I am, and you know, it's fine. Um, learn from it, move on from it. Can't can't do anything about it now, and uh, you know, take the take the pros and cons and adjust and move on to next year. That is ruled in air. We'll duck in the defense for the is Cody Thomas is in left, Buddy Reed's in center, Sky Bolts in right. We mentioned Nick Allen at short. Pete Cosmas at second, Frank Schwindel is at first, Edwin Diaz over at third base, Matt Olson joining us from the A's dugout, and uh, Tantalou takes a strike and it's 0-1. Matt, in the simplest of terms, what, what's the thing that you, you want to get back to at the plate? Uh, you know, I, I talked about that feel and that rhythm. Um, last year I was, um, you know, searching in a way and, and trying to get to a, a certain uh, spot in my swing um, as far as, you know, looking at it on video and uh, I felt like I just kind of lost the feel for, for being up there and approaching my at-bats and um, got a little too mechanical. Uh, you know, throughout the year, there are going to be things that you check in on mechanically and make sure everything's sound, but um, at the end of the day, you got to be up there and hit. Is that like if you're too mechanical, you're thinking too much instead of reacting up there? Yeah. You know, you, you can't be in the box and worrying about where my hands, where my feet, and then try to decide to hit, you know, a 98-mile-an-hour heater or a or 90-mile-an-hour slider in the dirt. Um, it's just not going to turn into good results. I found myself doing that a little bit too much last year. And, um, you know, coming out early this spring, really wanted to to, to dial it back and, and trust myself a little more. Jeffries with a fastball outside, two and two. You, you get a chance when you're not playing in the games, Matt, to be on the, the Fitch Park fields and seeing Jed Lowry at work. We haven't seen a lot of them, but today we saw him very active. How important could Jed be? to the lineup yeah I mean you saw those plays he made today um he's moving around great uh you know there's no question about the at-bats and and the things that he can do um at the plate and you know being able to see him uh move around well and and back around here you know it's just a veteran presence um someone who's always got a plan at the dish and knows what he's doing knows what the guy has so uh it's good to bring bring Jed back and um you know if Hopefully he's uh, feeling good and, and right back in that order. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Breaky ball on the inside corner. Ring him up. Perfect pitch. And Tantalo is caught looking, and that's the first out with Kato at first base and Brian O'Grady coming up for the Padres in a 1-1 tie with Matt Olson joining us from the A's dugout. Matt, the A's with a flurry of moves. I mean, the signing of Lowry and so many other additions toward the end of the offseason. How impactful was that? Uh, with guys like yourself who've been around the club for a while, yeah, it's good. Um, you know, we uh, it happened a little uh, late. <laughs> uh, you know, we got a lot of guys there late, and uh, the guys that we brought in are are great. Uh, you know, along the same lines as Jed, you know, Elvis, Mitch, Romo, uh, Rosenthal. All these guys are, are veteran dudes and have been around and won a bunch and um, you know won some rings along with it. So. Uh, to bring those guys in, a little different perspective, and people who've, who have won before and, and add it to the group we've already had, uh, 
we're feeling really good about this year. Matt, what's the progression like for a player in spring training? About three weeks left now. Where, where do you feel you're at, and what are the, the hurdles or the, you know, the steps that you want to continue to take to get you ready? Yeah, we'll just keep doing um, what we're doing. Obviously, turn up the innings and, and you know, lessen the days off here a little bit as it, as it gets closer to the regular season. But, um, you know, we got a great setup right now. We're, we're playing pretty much every other day, and on the days that we're not playing, we're able to get live ABs and, um, you know, really just in a, a good spot to get at-bats and get ourselves ready for the season. Runner going, and despite a great throw by Perez, a steal of second base by Cato. So he's at second, and the count's two and one to Brian O'Grady. Matt, did you did you talk to, to Rob Manfred yesterday about this manger announcement with all the shifts, <laughs> trying to get that to come to the major league level? That's that's an interesting conversation, I would imagine, for a lot of guys. Yeah, no, I, I'm not I'm not really pushing it. Uh, <laughs> I understand it. Uh, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense to put guys over there on the right side for me. Uh, <laughs> would I? Would I uh, be happier and, and probably get more hits if it was gone? Sure, but um, <laughs> it's part of the game for now, so got to find a way to combat it. I would think, too, because that's a great approach, a great attitude. You can't let it get into your head, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it stinks when you uh, smoke one to second baseman playing right field, but uh, it's part of it. Third base is open. And, um, well, you know, well, if I can bunt, <laughs> I, if they let me bunt, I can do it. If I can hit a ball that way, it would be a hit. So, um, although, what, what were you thinking the first time they played four outfielders against you? Yeah, that was a new one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I actually think one of the first times I did it, I, I hit a double over, like, in between two of them. So. <laughs> was, that in, was that in Minnesota a couple years ago, maybe? Yeah, actually, that was the first one. But mm-hmm. I, think, I think I did that at our place. But, yeah, I mean – I don't know. We'll see all different kinds of things nowadays. You just got to go up there and, and take your at-bat, and hopefully you hit it where they ain't. Right. So a walk to O'Grady and Patrick Kivlihan coming up for the Padres. They have two on and one out in the sixth inning in a 1-1 game. It seems, Matt, there's so much commitment about winning and so much commitment about you got to a certain point in the postseason last year You want to take the next step forward, and let's, let's all try to keep that focus moving forward. Uh, what is that like with, a, with that kind of uh, collection of, of belief inside the clubhouse? Yeah, we're all on the same page. Um, you know, I think everybody knows the, the kind of team that we have in here. And, um, you know, getting as far as we did last year when we really weren't, um, you know, swinging it anywhere close to where we could uh, as a team. Um, no Chappie at the end, obviously, too. And, um, you know, I think if we come out and, and we play the way we can, um, you know, our, our pitching is stacked again. Our, our lineup is uh, as strong as it's been. And, you know, we just got a really good feeling about this year. Go out and, and play our game in a, in a full season where, um, you know, you, you deal with the ups and downs and, and hopefully we can put together a good year and make a strong run in the playoffs. How important is it for a ball club to have the expectation that you're going to win? I think it's important. Uh, I think it's important that we've that we've won the past few years. And while we haven't come home with any – trophy um you know getting a little taste of the postseason adding those veteran guys that we that we talked about and who have been there and gone the whole way and won it and um you know it's just a good combo that we got in here and excited to see uh, how far it goes well matt thanks for joining us today on A's radio you know you've really made your mark with this ball club and i'm sure the uh, fans of the athletics have appreciated the fact that you've uh, spent some time with us today yeah thanks guys appreciate and, it and congratulations on the engagement too hey thank you 
On to the top of the fifth inning, Jake Diekman going to work for the Athletics. Scoreless game with the White Sox. Pleased to be joined by A's team president Dave Cavill. And once again, here's Ken. And Nick Williams leads off for the White Sox as uh, Diekman goes to work on Chicago with good pitching today. No runs on three hits for the White Sox. No runs a hit for the A's. Hello, Mr. Cavill. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks you for coming welcome. out on a nice day. It's a beautiful day. The sun is out. We're playing baseball. We've got a pitching duel. It's all good. We, want, like to tell our, Cleveland. we want to tell our fans <laughs> about your location down there. You've got the best seat in the house. Uh, I'm basically in the dugout right now, just watching all the action. You know, I'm this great audio technical uh, masterpiece that we have here at Hohokam Stadium. Well, that's the Dr. Kevin. So here's Williams leading off against Diekman. And Jake out of the stretch, and here it is. And that swung on a ground ball to second to his left. Lowry quickly is there and throws to first for the out. Dave, before we talk about sweets going on sale, which I know is a real important thing to talk about, and also the new relationship between the A's and uh, Bitcoin, first of all, how excited are you, Dave, uh, to know that fans will come back to the Coliseum in April? Oh, I am thrilled. This is what it's all about. We had to have a whole season with just the cardboard cutouts and just the crowd noise kind of pumped in and... You know, we do it all for the fans, and to have them back, even at just 20%, that place is going to be rocketing opening day, April 1st, against the Astros. And I know that you and your staff have worked tirelessly on the protocols and uh, the safety measures at the Coliseum. Well, it started with, you know, really working with the governor and his staff and coming up with a protocol that worked for everyone. And so we work with Dan Halem, our deputy commissioner, the other teams in California. We got that all figured out. And we have a safe way to reopen. Danny Mendick is up against Diekman and the count 2-0. All right, uh, six-person suites, Dave, going on sale now. Yeah, and if you can buy one for the whole season, which is one Bitcoin. So you guys can use some of that Bitcoin you've collected over all these years. <laughs> or maybe you can pull that Bitcoin out of the couch, Ken, that you have at your place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell us about the A's and Bitcoin and the, the significance, really, of the A's uh, being the first team to use Bitcoin um, I guess is a form of currency, right, Dave? Yeah, this is this is we're breaking new ground here. This is the first team that has done this, and we think it's a great way to offer more options to our fans and you know take advantage of the excitement around cryptocurrency. This is going to be the future, and we want to get out there and offer this to our fans. What is the significance? I mean, for the for those of us not that familiar with Bitcoin, uh, the fact that the is the first team to price tickets in cryptocurrency. Instead of U.S. currency, really, what does that mean? Take us inside that. Well, it shows that it's becoming a legal tender. It's a valuable thing. You can buy goods and services with it. You can buy a suite, you know, at, at an A's game at the Coliseum. And so that's going to drive adoption. It's going to be good for the people who own Bitcoin and can be used more in transactions in business. Ground ball hit up the middle. There was left Elvis Andrews back a second. Throws to first for the out. A good play by Elvis, ranging to his left. And Mendick is out 6-3. And that's out number two. Right. You can buy um, a full season suite, right, Dave? The full season for, suite for one Bitcoin. And that's this morning that was $59,000. Which begs the offer to you. I know you kind of discussed it between innings off mic, but how do you handle the fluctuation of the value of the Bitcoin? Well, you know, different people, you could say, hey, I'm going to come in and I'm going to get a better deal than the cash price. Because the cash price right now, if you wanted to just pay cash for a season – is $64,000, and the Bitcoin price is only 59000 So you got a Bitcoin discount right now, but you wait another week, it might flip the other way. So <laughs> you're going to have to you know, figure it out. You're going to be on your online figuring the whole thing out. What was the genesis of this, Dave? 
You know, we've heard from a lot of fans that they were interested in, in purchasing uh, in cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is becoming more popular. Um, it's becoming a store of value, and the price is going way up. So all those reasons were why we tried to adopt it. Here's the fly ball hits the right field. Piscotti is there. He's under it, and he makes the catch. Can you hang in for another half inning, or Absolutely. do you have to run? Absolutely. I'm okay. happy to. Dave Cavill will rejoin us as we go to the bottom of the fifth, and halfway through our ball game today, after four and a half, it's the A's and the White Sox. No score. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning, and pitcher is in command. And uh, the Athletics and White Sox, nothing, nothing. And uh, Buddy Reed leads it off for the Athletics. It's Reed and then Aramis Garcia and Canna against Evan Marshall. After Lance Lynn went the first three and a third for the Pale Hose. Dave Cavill joining us. He is team president from literally down in the A's dugout. Dave, there's a lot of excitement about this A's ball club, right? I mean, especially with the flurry of moves that the A's were involved in toward the end of the offseason. Oh, it was incredible what Billy and David did and just, you know, totally turned things over in the last week or 10 days. And, you know, we're really excited about the players we have in camp and our chances this year. Do you look at as the breaking ball as a strike? What a big and important year this could be for the athletics because on the field, obviously, uh, there are high hopes for the, the club and fans coming back this year and also uh, some real positive news on the stadium front. Yeah, you know, we won the lawsuit against Schnitzer Steel, and we also got our environmental report out. So, like, this has been a huge positive over the last even just two months, and we're really proud and excited about that. What's the next step on the stadium uh, with the stadium, Dave? It's all about a city council vote this year, and we're focused on trying to get that done as soon as possible because then we can actually identify when we can open it we can take the political risk off the table and we can focus more on execution. So that's the focus of this year, 2021. Here's the one-two pitch on the way to Buddy Reed. It's taken low and it's two and two. What does what it, I'm sorry, the execution part, you mentioned political and then the execution. What, what does that mean? That means things like, you know, pulling a grading permit or, you know, selling tickets to the stadium and things of that nature, okay. you have approval. So, you know, the, the, you kind of control your own destiny at that point. So you know, at that point, it's going to be built. Yeah, because yeah. before that, you know, you really don't know. The city council could vote yes, they could vote no. You know, you can't really mm -hmm. control that piece. And so you de-risk the whole project and you really certify that it can happen okay. by getting them to vote affirmatively this year. Buddy Reed swings and misses for the first out. That'll bring up Aramis Garcia. Bottom of the fifth inning, the A's and the White Sox, no score. Dave, the A's, like many other teams, had to pivot this year because of the reduction in a capacity, and you've done so with the program called Flex Ticks. I'm just curious what's it been like back in Oakland, the, the response to that and how it's going. Um, we, they've been flying off the shelves. I mean, it's been a great way for fans with existing credit from season tickets in the past or new fans to buy in get first dibs on the pods and getting out to the ballpark. And so it's actually exceeded our wildest expectations. And the pods are numbers of what, two and four? Two and four for the pods. And then the suites, like we were talking about earlier with the Bitcoin, you can get up to six people in those. So those are the kind of different options you have, at least to start uh, until we move down the tiers and maybe mm -hmm. get to, to yellow or something like that. Tap or a foul third base side. And the flex ticks really are ticket vouchers. So they're, in a sense, the equivalent of buying a ticket. Yeah, they're almost like getting a gift card or mm -hmm. something like that. You know, so you get this gift card and then you can apply it to any game you want to with the pods and you get it at a predefined lower price and you get to pick your pods first because there's not that many great pods because there's limited inventory because we're at 20%. 2-2 two -two pitch is swung on foul back, 1-2. and two. 
Dave, one of the things we're hearing around the league and how it uh, may change as far as opening up the stadiums, what do you see and maybe what have you heard? Uh, and you mentioned the yellow, and I know they're different colors as far as that goes, but uh, what is the possibility that as the season progresses, you're going to be allowed to have more people in the Coliseum? We're very hopeful. I mean, I think we heard what um, the president and what Fauci has said about 4th of July and that being a day where maybe we can have more of a normal uh, or new normal. And so we're focused on that. I think the early part of the season is going to be limited. But I think as we move on into the summer, into the high summer and the fall, I think there's a very good chance we'll have a higher capacity. So Garcia strikes out. That's out number two. And Ken is coming up as Dave Cavill is with us on uh, A's Radio. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. I think one thing, too, Dave, is that while everybody's excited to get the fans back, maybe at the top of the list are the guys on the field. The players are really understanding how much they have meant to them since they were gone for an entire year. Yeah, I mean, you don't realize it until they're gone, and then you're at the Coliseum, and it's hard to get your energy level up. And just It was so different last year. It was great to play, but it wasn't the same. And mm-hmm. so it's just going to be a huge relief and a huge boost to have our fans back rooting us on. Well, you know, I've gotten both of my vaccines, and Vince got his first the other day. I saw on Twitter. I was happy yeah. to see that. You guys are good to go. And Get in they, there. You Get know, in there. the Coliseum has, been, uh, has played a real important role, hasn't it? We're doing almost 10,000 a day at the Coliseum, and it's been a huge success, and it's been great to get the federal doses and... Uh, Representative Swalwell, who's one of our congressmen in the East Bay, really helped get those federal doses, made a big difference, and uh, it's it's vaccinating people all over the Bay Area. Now the 0-1 pitch to Mark Hanna as Marshall to the plate, and that's take it low, and it's one ball and one strike. Dave, I know uh, the, the reality is get a vaccine no matter which one it is. It doesn't really matter. They're all effective. What What is happening? I, I got the Moderna mac- mm-hmm. vaccination. What, what one is happening at the Coliseum? We got them all at the Coliseum. Oh, I mean, man. we got a little bit of everything. Like we got variety. We got Pfizer. We got Moderna. We got <laughs> one, a little bit of J&J if you just want one shopping. shot, whatever you need. So, I mean, when you're doing so many, 10,000, and it's all coming from the federal uh, stockpile and FEMA, you know, they have all the options. And mm-hmm. it's just all about getting as many out as possible, getting it out to the communities of color around the Coliseum, which is a big focus. And I'm on the task force with the JPA to, to help make that happen. Mm-hmm. All right, two balls and one strike The count to Canna. Marshall peers in to get his sign. Mark is waiting. And the right-hander ready at the belt. And now the 2-1 pitch on the way. is a breaky ball taken outside is 3-1. Dave, going back to when you took the tarps off of the, uh, the upper deck, did you ever think that that would play into the capacity which you have now? I never did, Ray. That was not <laughs> on the list of things that I thought was possible, but I'm glad I did because it gives us that extra capacity to get up almost to 12,000 yeah. uh, fans, which, which matters, you know, and that's going to create a great atmosphere and allow more people to come out the ballpark, have a great experience. Absolutely. The 3-1 pitch swung on and missed. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think with those uh, the tarps on, it's about 35000 something like that, for the capacity? Yeah, so it, it adds it's, quite a bit. It's mm-hmm. five yeah. or 6000 yep. for uh, availability. I'm sure the fans are very appreciative mm-hmm. of that. And single-game tickets, by the way, going on sale on Tuesday, the 23rd of March. It's before you know it. And yeah. you can still buy some flex ticks and get in a little early, and you can pick your uh, pods on the 18th. So there's still a little bit of time there as well. I think that's an important point, Dave that those who have purchased FlexTix uh, vouchers or are going to can jump in on the 18th and secure their tickets for uh, the month of April, right? That really matters because, like I said, there's only about 5,000 seats in the lower bowl that are sellable. And so, you know, there's just not that many 
really great inventory. So the flex ticks people are going to have a huge leg up. Well, don't you think, as I was talking to Steve Finelli, who runs the ticket operation the other day, and he said, like you said, that tickets are really going quickly, the flex ticks uh, vouchers. There's a lot of interest, and especially with teams like the Astros and the Dodgers coming in over the first week, Dave, I would jump in there early if you're interested in going to games, especially early in the season. Yeah, those are some great matchups. We can kind of test ourselves against the, the heavyweights and uh, show, them, show them who's going to really set the table this year in terms of, you know, being a competitive team. Jed Lowry taking a pitch for a strike in its own one. So a two-out walk to Canada in the bottom of the fifth inning at Hohokam. And three infielders on the right side. Marshall with the belt out of the stretch, and the right-hander delivers, and Jed takes high, one and one. You're around the ball club a lot, Dave, in the front office, of course, and the folks in baseball operations. Maybe you could talk a little bit about how much work everybody has to do to keep this thing going with the protocols and the it, testing, and it's gone really well this spring. It's just a remarkable accomplishment, and you know, David Forrest has just done an incredible job leading us through it, and and Nick and the whole training staff and just everyone working together on the same page to safely operate a major league team in the middle of a pandemic. And so we did it last year effectively. We're continuing that and it's just great to see everyone's discipline and commitment. How many parts have to come together to make that happen? I, I mean, we're talking about thousands, you know, everything from the logistics that Mickey and Voos are dealing with to the tracking devices, just mm -hmm. all these different aspects to making it happen. Dave, great to have you with us. Thanks really appreciate me, it. Thanks, appreciate man. It. Thank you for listening to A's Unfiltered right here on A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.